butthead Christopher Columbus. <laughs> Talk about mass genocide, dude. He was bad. Fucking butthead. Freaking butthead. What a butthead, dude. <laughs> Fucking fart knocker. <laughs> Yo, hey, what's up, man? Check out the new Confidently Unqualified podcast. So yeah, that's, uh, anyway, that's how I woke up in a dumpster on Saturday morning. Um, all right, you ready to record? Oh, is this thing live? Um, <clears throat> I'm just trying to see who can come up with the most corny fucking entries like this. <laughs> I think I'm officially in the lead. I woke up in a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think that's the best one yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's better than the you did what to that chicken. <laughs> you you saw uh, Martha Stewart eating a pizza? I thought that one was a good one. You didn't like that one. <laughs> I didn't love it. I feel like there there was uh there was something there though. There's something there. Um anyways, welcome to uh Confidently Unqualified. Episode yeah, welcome 19. Back. Are you sure about that? No. <laughs> That's why it I said is, it with a question mark. Oh, hell it yeah. is 19. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's um, uh it's Monday. Do we want to just uh quickly talk about how we might be uh just I'll just jump right in. We might be just doing one episode a week. Yep. Um, so we're going to be switching to one episode a week, uh, coming out on Mondays. We are doing Mondays. Okay. I know we had talked about it. I didn't know if we, uh, wanted to give the, the fans, the listeners, a uh, um, a choice or a preference of what day they like to listen the most. Something about Mondays feels right. You know, getting the week started Mondays, Monday mornings kind of suck. You know, if you're going into work, um, so to wake up, have a cup of coffee with the boys, um, the boys being you and I, maybe that, that might be the move. <laughs> the boys. <laughs> yeah um i think and also i mean you get the whole week to listen um i feel like right now the two-day week it, people are playing catch-up the whole time so now uh getting one day a week um basically gives everyone a chance to listen before the next one comes out and yeah not only are, some more stuff from us right right not only are they playing catch-up but we kind of are too you know it's um Sunday evenings and Wednesday evenings seem like it's not that, you know, that much time, but just making the time for it. Not that we don't love doing it and love making the time for it, but it's just, you know, everybody's got a life. We got life's <laughs> uh, lives. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, it's still going to be, we're even yeah. going to try and extend our time. We, we're usually between, you know, 40 and 50 minutes. We're probably going to try and do, you know, push an hour if we can. And then who knows, you know, it's up to the listener when they want to listen or how they want to listen. Maybe you break up 30 minutes on Monday and 30 minutes on Thursday if you're really just upset with this conversation we're having right now. <laughs> you know, we say something that's triggering and you're like, fuck these guys. I want to listen on Thursday. Right. Or maybe the vibes are higher on <laughs> Thursday for you. Who knows? Everybody's got a different schedule. But yeah, we're yeah, probably right. going to be just looking at Monday mornings and do like an hour, which is going to be awesome. Like, it's no different than what we're doing now. Yeah. And um, I think for me, too, it's one night I get some more sleep because I'm normally two hours ahead of you. So, like, right, right now it's 8.30 for you, and for me it's 10.30. So um, <clears throat> it's a little break for me, too. Right. That schedule alone is tough. Yeah, because I got to put my daughter yeah. to bed, and then it's like, all right, Cade, I know it's uh, you're in fucking Guatemala, and it's one in the morning, but here we go. 
Guatemala. <laughs> uh, but anyway, let's yep, get into I'm the not show. Here in Guatemala, let, here in the jungle. Let's get into the um, show. If you guys hear some monkeys in the background? It's because uh, <laughs> I'm in the rainforest. Yep. But the the Wi-Fi is tremendous out there. You sound clear as hell. Yeah. No, it's amazing. Um, paid for that Starlink, baby. The Elon Musk internet. Shout out Elon. <laughs> Shout out Elon. Um. So yeah, let's get into the show. Uh, the Suns are dead. They died. Yeah. Fuck the Suns, dude. They fired Money Williams. Yeah, he sucks. Anyways. Good riddance. No, he doesn't. I mean, he had great roster. Um, he had some great rosters throughout the years and just couldn't really do anything. No, he created really good rosters and he I, I he took a Suns team that was like the worst fucking franchise in the NBA and, and took him to the finals and then, you know, got really deep into the playoffs both years. I will say it's hard to... Um, find the balance between how much he elevated the Suns and also how much, like, they should have won a championship. This, the last three years, they needed to win a championship. Yeah. I mean, the rosters have been too good. I feel like the roster this year, no matter how stacked it looks, I feel like last year's was better. I mean, he still lost. Yeah. Well, I think, I think last year, death-wise, was better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And it, I don't know, it, it. the Suns are a perfect example of, like, maybe the dual superstar isn't worth it because they have no fucking bench. And if Booker or Katie has even a slightly off night, they don't have anyone to lift them. You know, before it was yeah. like Booker was elevating the team. Chris Paul put in his good minutes and good time, you know, elevated the team his way. But then they had so much depth with uh, Jay, Jay Crowder and Mikel Bridges and Cam Johnson and campaign. Like, all those guys, it's just like everybody was able to step up at a different time, and now it's like it's up to KD and Booker. Yeah, and uh, do you know uh, Monty Williams, uh, his career win percentage as a coach for the Suns? Um, I don't know because... I'm about to tell you if you don't. Yeah, well, the 2019 year probably wasn't great. So his regular season win percentage is 52 and his playoff is 52. The playoffs isn't great. You you'd like to see that number higher, but I mean, he took a Suns roster that was that had nothing but Devin Booker. <clears throat> yeah. But um and he took him to the I mean, the the true start of that uh run the Suns had was the bubble where they were the I best was team. I going to say the COVID bubble. Yeah, it was like, oh shit, they went 8 no, they looked like they would, you know, that they were going to be something. And then in the finals the following year, da 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 da, and it, it's it's unfortunate. I am a, I, I'll be the first to admit I'm a bandwagon Suns fan. I was a diehard fan in oh you know four through oh eight when Nash and Stoudemire and Marion were all there. Then the franchise took a shit, so I didn't support. And then now they're kind of back up, so I kind of got invested. Um, so it, it was yeah, shitty way for them to go out, but. I didn't really. I love KD, but I just don't know if that was if that's the the um, strategy, you know. Yeah, um, I think they just traded too much. They traded too much of their depth. They didn't have anything besides their starters, and starters can't play the whole game for eighty two games of the year, you know. Yeah, they got to gut the roster, start from scratch, just keep Booker and KD, and maybe campaign or you know some of the role players and beef up the roster and they'll still be good. I mean, they still have KD and Booker. 
Yeah, do you think they're going to get rid of Aiton? They need to. They just signed him to a big contract, but now that Williams is, uh, you know, Monty Williams is gone, they're probably going to um, maybe look to trade him, maybe release him. I don't know, but yeah, he's just you can't rely on him. He's got yeah, flashes he's a very, being great, uh, you know. But, player. Right. <clears throat> but yeah, um, that's what I had for the Suns, and then the other thing. Did you see uh, your Celtics, dude? Fucking balled out against the Sixers. Yeah, dude, they're fucking amazing. I love yeah. Them. yeah, they're on to uh, Jason Tatum had a um uh NBA league history high 51 points tonight. Um it's the highest in a game 7. 51? He had 51. Dude, he had like Jesus. 38 halfway through the third quarter. It was it was ridiculous. He took over. It's <clears throat> insane. I mean, yeah, he had uh almost a triple double too. Um he had a double double, but the 76ers, I mean, 19 points was their highest score, and it was Tobias Harris. Like, it's not a yeah. recipe for success. <laughs> they're another one that are kind of like the Suns in the fact that, like, their superstars just didn't step up. You know, Harden yeah. had a lot of good games this playoff run, and then, like, tonight, him and Embiid just disappeared. And Maxi didn't have that great of a game either. But, the, I mean, I don't know. The story was the Celtics. They they dominated. That If they can play yeah. like they did tonight, that, that I mean, they got to be in the championship. Well, and it was kind of a different game for the Celtics, too, because they had a 45% three-point um, game, which isn't normal for them. They're kind of lower on the three-point shots, if I recall from their regular season. Yeah. When Tatum gets hot, um, I mean, he had 51, but I think he only, and I say only, I think he only made like five or six threes. So he was just on fire. Yeah. yeah dude, and when he gets hot, he fucking jams it on some people. Yeah. No, he's good. Um. So yeah, tonight we got uh we're gonna do fill my cup and positive fives. I was stoked mm-hmm. about this positive fives one. You texted me and asked what the subject should be, and I was like just like thinking about it, and then spur of the moment I just thought about it, and I we have to narrow it down to five. I came up with thirteen. I was so excited about it. You came up with thirteen. Thirteen, oh and we're gonna God. do a draft style, and stay tuned for the topic here in a few minutes. Um. Do you want to do fill my cup or no? You know what we need to get to that KSI fight. Yeah, KSI and Joe Fournier, dude. Yeah, did you um, watch it or just catch recap? I only watched the last round. Um, were you in? Oh, because you were in Arkansas at the time, right? Yeah, we weren't really. Um, I it was a four and a half hour drive, so I didn't really have time to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was able to watch a clip of the last round before I saw the controversy. Um, <laughs> yeah. The elbow. Yeah. Um, so I didn't think it was an elbow, um, but also from a few angles that looked like it. There was a few angles I saw where his fist made contact first. Um, but there is also some angles where, uh, the elbow hit him first. Um, so, I mean, it really, it's just going to depend. The uh, DAZN is reviewing it, and they're going to make a final decision. Uh, decision. The clip I saw, um, and I think Jake Paul tweeted it, it looks like a pretty blatant elbow. I would be shocked if they don't overrule it. Like, everybody's saying, so, oh, he was going for a swing. Th- this is a guy who's been training and is a, a boxer, you don't accidentally elbow someone like that. 
Yeah, um, I guess KSI's defense behind it was that um, Fournier came into him. Like, he didn't go to Fournier, Fournier came into him. So it was kind of, he was already making the punch while Fournier was pulling it closer in, like, trying to get, like, into a hug. So it messed up uh, KSI's rhythm, and that's why mm. he elbowed him. If he elbowed him, is <laughs> elbowed him is what KSI was saying. So even if I did, it was a complete accident. I would never do that on purpose. I'm not a dirty boxer. Yeah. So it sounds like you're team KSI on this one. I mean, yeah. I'm a fan of KSI. And from the videos, there's obviously angles that show that it looks more like the elbow hit first. And then there's some angles that it looks like the fist hit. So it's really, I think it's just going to depend on what Misfits, Boxing, and DAZN um, review it as. Yeah, what's Misfits? That's the group that KSI is a part of? Yeah, that's uh, they're the ones that put on all of uh, KSI's events and Logan Paul's events. That's um, the YouTube channel, right? Uh, no, that th- that's a group. There's <laughs> Misfits Boxing is the one that KSI and Logan Paul are part owners in, and then there's a Misfits, like, just like, group of hoodlums <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. so that have nothing things. to do with like box. But it's actually funny you say that because one of the misfits, um, like the group from Australia, um, one of their members was on the prelims for KSI's fight. Oh, okay. Um, dude, I have to, I have to show you a clip of this. So his name is Zuckles and he is known Tremendous for being... Name. A absolute dumbass. Um, that also plays. He he was fighting Salt Poppy. Am I supposed to know who that is? Oh, you don't know who Salt Poppy is? You're insane. Is I'm this sending Salt it to you on Twitter right now. No, Salt Poppy is a YouTuber that's like he's two and zero in pro fights, so he's like um, challenging Jake Paul and KSI and Logan Paul to fights. Um, but they're all like, oh, he's, you're not gonna, or like, we're not gonna fight you until, um, we're not gonna fight you until, like, you have more pro fights under you. Fucking Zuckles, man. That didn't look like his <laughs> fault. The guy kind of ducked No, he here. tried doing a, no, he tried doing a spinning, uh, backhand. He tried doing a spinning backhand. That was so bad. Uh, In boxing. For all the listeners, yeah. Um, so he does, like, streams where, um, so he does Twitch streams where he uh, builds, like, whole Lego sets on a Twitch stream, and then he does a backflip on it and shit like that. Like, he's just an absolute wild person, and when he talks, it sounds like he, you're talking to, like, the Tasmanian devil. It's insane. <laughs> huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm Googling Salt Poppy right now. I just don't understand. This is, like, a world I didn't even know existed. I'm here for you, dude. Salt Poppy, um, he actually, uh, do you see Salt Poppy? Do you yeah. see him? Yeah. And you see that he's challenging KSI and Jake Paul. He actually did lose the prelim, though. Uh, he did lose, um, he was one of the undercards on the KSI card, KSI hmm. Fournier card, um, which he did lose, so now everyone's like, oh, Salt, Pop- Salt Poppy is a fluke, like, he's not going to do anything. Huh. Interesting. I'm tapping into a brand new world I didn't even know existed. <laughs> Dude, I'm on I'm on the YouTube boxing feed. Like my whole Twitter Apparently. is just all YouTube boxing and NFL. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the controversy is that Misfits Boxing, KSI, and Logan Paul are both a partner in. 
so people don't want Misfits Boxing to review the Fournier KSI ending. Um, mm. So they're going to have to get a third party from the boxing world to uh, review the fight. Hmm. D- yeah. Interesting. I wonder when that's going to be finalized. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of the things I've been saying is when they do have stuff like this, most of the time it doesn't get overturned. Um, most of the time they keep it to the final judge's results. Right. That makes but sense. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, all right, with that, so we got fill my cup. We can do, and then I had two questions for you before we do that. Okay. The first question, I was just randomly thinking about this today, and I'm like, hey, I I record a podcast. This is something you can talk about. Um, what's the best advice you ever got? And I was gonna just spring it on you, but I figured I would text you ahead of time so you could come up with it. But I know. Is there I anything that sticks that. out? Yeah, um, it was actually something that I learned uh, taking this job. Um, The person that was training me for the position I'm currently in, um, she told me, uh, say hello to someone with a smile. You don't know what they could be going through and how much your smile could mean to them. And if it means nothing to them, then all you wasted was a smile and a hello. Hmm. I love that. Uh, Because, yeah, if you think about it, the way that, someone you know like say you go greet someone and then the way that they respond the effect that that can have on your mood for the like that next 15 minutes maybe your whole day you don't you never know but like positive or negative it's such a good a good point that it's seriously not hard to ask someone how they're doing and and smile and make them feel better about themselves because that one little thing and not to get all sappy and sentimental but that one little thing is like if we had more of that in the world it would be a much better place you know yeah um when i'm training people um at, at work not to keep bringing up work but i mean it's a it relates a lot to my work um <clears throat> times we're the first person people see in the morning yeah um so it really means that we have to leave good impression um you know you like the guys that are waking up and going to work construction, their family isn't up yet. Their kids are still asleep. We're the first person they're seeing. So we want to make that a great impression. And the easiest way to do that is smile and say, how's your day? Or just say good morning. Right. Or just, uh, Hey, go kill it today. Yeah. Just anything personal. I think it's a, it's a really easy thing to do, but I personally feel like I, lose sight of it sometimes you you kind of forget the impact that you can have on other people mm-hmm. um because you're so worried about your selfishness and like what you got going on yeah but it, it it that's a really good quote or you know piece of advice um with the <clears throat> position i'm in it's new it's new stores that are opening so it's uh they're building a customer base in the area so we'll see about 450 cars to 500 cars a day and only 20% of them are the same. And that 20% are mm-hmm. the people that come back because we said, how are you? Uh, how was your day? We just made that personal interaction with them. Um, and, I mean, that's just the biggest part about it is we create that customer base by being personal. And um, when you're seeing 450 cars a day, you get uh, <laughs> you get really good at it. <laughs> 
Yeah, for sure. Well, and oh, I lost my train of thought. But yeah, no, you're right. That's a it's a great. Um, oh, I was gonna say that twenty percent grows as the you know the the positive greetings. Everybody wants good customer service, right? You know, yeah. that's just the nature, especially with the world we live in. It's like people, the prices are going up. They're like, man, if I'm going to be paying for this, I want it to at least be a good experience. Yeah. And it seems like a lot of that's gone away. So the more that you can kind of lean back into the way it seems like it used to be, um, the better. <clears throat> yeah. So with that, contrary, what's the worst advice you ever got? So I think this one was harder to come up with than the easy one or than the best advice. That's good because that means you probably don't hold on to it. it <clears throat> I don't. It wasn't good advice to you, so you were like, fuck it, in one ear, out the other. Yeah, I don't hold on to – there's a lot of things I don't hold on to, especially if it impacts me negatively. I forget about it very easily. It's a amazing trait that I have that I love. <laughs> yeah, I was going to um, say that's a good quality to have, my friend. Keep that up. <laughs> Uh, do it like it's always been done. Um, mm, that's a great, great answer. I mean, it's just in so, a bad way, of course. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just so. <laughs> it's a statement that's like, why? Like, I don't want to do it that way. You know, it's progression creates the world. The more we advance, the more we progress. If we're just staying in the same spot all the time. Nothing's going to change, and eventually it's going to start going backwards. Yeah. If we progress and don't do things like how we used to, that's what makes a world turn. That's what keeps everyone moving. That's what gives everyone kind of a sense of purpose in life is not doing what has always been done. So I think this saying is just. Right. It, it, it goes along stupid. the lines of like change is inev- inevitable, you know? So if you're yeah. not going to change when times change and when things change, you're just going to stay stagnant in where you're at. You always need to be finding the best way and adapting to the best, most efficient ways to attack everything in life, whether it be work efficiency or, um, you know, just anything. Um, yeah. Yeah. You can't. Dory said it best. Just keep swimming. <laughs> I don't know how that connects, but yeah, I, <laughs> I feel like you're right. The, the people that say, Oh, well, we've always done it this way. I'm like, exactly. And I think we can all agree that, 1974 to 2023 things have changed a little bit wouldn't you say just a little bit just a Um, tiny little bit just a tiny little bit there's these things now that we have that are called smartphones like for the boomers out there that don't know what it is you can literally any question that you have you can search it up (laughs) on your phone yeah (laughs) yeah we don't have the sources anymore i mean we do but like come on Mm. um Ooh, I heard that. <laughs> I I think it's just an old way of thinking. I think the old way of thinking was, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I think, if it isn't broke, how can we improve on it? Right. What can we do to make it more efficient? Yeah, if it ain't broke, that means we don't need to fix it, but how can we improve it? Yeah. If your car gets 20 miles to the gallon and you can afford that, yeah, that's great. But what if someone goes, hey, let's just add this little thing to the engine and you can get 25 to the gallon? Why would you go, no, I've always gotten 20. Why would I change that? It's like because yeah, right. you could be saving an extra couple bucks. Just, I don't know. That might be a, a weird analogy, but anyway. No, I think that was a perfect analogy. Thank you. I was just fishing for a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fish no longer, good sir. <laughs> I think I got a bite. All right, so my best advice I ever got 
was uh-huh. from our grandpa, our pop. It was to keep chopping wood. Keep chopping wood. And what I don't know what that, that means to that's you. That's become because, a family saying over the past few months. Right. And I don't know what it means to you, but what it means to me is that it kind of goes along the lines of like change is inevitable. Um, and also what it means to me is that control what you can control. It's like you always, your life is a flame. And the, the as long as you keep chopping wood, you're going to keep that flame lit. You're always going to, you keep working, you keep striving to be better. Things are going to change around you. Things are going to go the way you didn't expect them or go better than you expected. It doesn't matter how low or high you are or how happy or sad. No matter what, if you just keep chopping wood, you're going to be fine. That flame is always going to be there. Maybe it's not high and keeping the the place warm, but as long as you keep that flame and you keep chopping wood and control what you can control, it's it's a great way of thinking about it because it's easy to get you know, caught up in, um, the future or the past and wishing you could change, um, a certain thing. It's just, uh, a good thing to live by that I've, I, I feel like I've, um, I've felt it more and more as I've gotten older and gained more responsibilities. It's like, it's easy to get caught up in that, but just remind yourself, just keep chopping wood. That shit's going to change. Just I keep think chopping it's- wood. I think it's interesting that you correlate it to uh, chopping wood for a fire. I always correlated it to a tree. Um, I always think it as the tree is life, and you can hit hit it as hard as you want. You can control where you hit it and how hard you want to hit it, and you can control how soft you want to hit it. So it really is however hard you want to work at life, that's how hard you can work. However soft you want to work at life, that's how soft you can work. But at some point, you're going to chop through that tree and you just got to savor every hit. Dude, that is so crazy how different of analysis we have on this one little saying. It's three words. <laughs> Keep chopping wood. Yeah. And it three words. has a completely it, different um, imagination to it between the two of us. That That's just wild to me. Like, I don't even really yeah. fully understand the way that you see it. Like, I don't see how that relates but I, I respect it. Because I know, it you were you. talking about feeling fire, and I was like, dude, that's... Wow. Damn, that's good. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I was that. like, wow. You know what this yeah. means? We need to ask Pop what Keep Chopping Wood means to him. Yeah, what it means to him. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's interesting. I Yeah, I've just always thought of it as chopping down a tree. And that's so something funny. that It's kind of something that no one wants to do, but someone has to do it. Um Chopping a tree. Yeah. All right. And so everyone does it. Everyone chops at that tree of life. You got to keep chopping that tree or chopping that wood, whatever it is. So the worst advice I ever got, this is the whole reason I texted you because I was like, oh, it'd be fun to ask what the best advice we got is too. But I was really curious (laughs) to hear what your worst advice was because this, and I'm sorry, I hope your boss isn't listening to this podcast, but the fact that, and I don't mean to make you sad either, the fact that this is like the first Mother's Day that you weren't able to be home, like, I don't know, it sucked. Obviously, it sucked for you, but it sucked for us too. We really missed you. Um, yeah. And so don't take this as good advice that I'm calling it bad advice. But I had a boss one time tell me that work comes first and sometimes you have to, his analogy, literally word for word was, sometimes you might have to miss your kid's game. Um, that's just the way that work goes. And I remember at the time thinking like, okay, that's not how I want to live my life at all. And 
that's kind of how I felt today. I was like, is there any job in the world that's worth not being with your mom for Mother's Day? Obviously, I'm not saying you don't have commitments and like priorities and stuff you have to do. And it's not like you didn't FaceTime mom. It's not like we don't, you know, it's not like you don't love your mom. It's nothing to do with that. It just, it made me think about like that advice that I got and how horrible it was. Yeah, no, it's <clears throat> something that I kind of signed up for taking this job. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it's something that I knew was going to come with this job. You know, it's not something I like. I love spending time with family, but at the end of the day, it grows my career and it's not forever. Um, it pains me not being able to be there, um, but I feel like for the steps in my career that this job is helping me, I feel like this is the right time to do it, um, even if, even if it means having to miss Mother's Day, which sucks a lot. Yeah, you got to miss um, these kinds of things, yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. But um, it, sorry, it's opened it. my eyes to a lot of thing and it a lot of things and it's helped me I think grow as a person a lot mm-hmm. and uh grow in my career. I think this job has helped me a lot. Um but I'm I am currently interviewing for other positions. Oh, cut that part. Uh or <laughs> with my company, I'll cut with that out. With the coffee. <laughs> I'll cut that out. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I'm currently interviewing for other positions that will hopefully keep me home. Um, but yeah. like you said, and you know what, you're young enough. Wood. This is like not anything that needs to be too serious. You know, I'm, everyone that loves you is so proud of you for all the traveling you're doing. And I mean, you got a big boy job at 21 years old, or, or were you? Yeah, you were 21, right? When you got the job, yeah, you got the big boy job. So. Yeah. No yeah. one's saying anything. It was just a thought I had um, about, and it took me, like I said, took me back to that mm-hmm. advice that I got and how I thought it was horrible. <laughs> but not to make you feel bad, um, we missed you today, but yeah. I mean, we're we're very proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it was nice being able to yeah. FaceTime uh, with everyone. Um, <clears throat> sorry to swear I didn't know you <laughs> hurt your forehead. Poor girl. <laughs> She had a Dude, golf ball falling off the swing. Poor girl. <laughs> Dude, I was like, <laughs> "Is that your skull? Like, what is that shiny yeah. piece?" <laughs> she was like, "It's super glue." <laughs> Brutal. Uh, uh, but out of out of all three of them, I feel better knowing it was her because she takes it better than she takes pain. pain but she also has girls. like just more of a positive attitude on life in general. Um. There's yeah. a fucking truck outside of my house that just started up, so apologize for the humming that the viewers are probably listening to right now. <laughs> yeah, drive away, buddy. He's just revving Dude, his engine. Dude, I'm, I'm so shocked no one is running asshole. up and down my hotel hallway right now. I mean, just flooring it down the road. Hey, dude, that's the point of getting a, that's the point of getting I a big truck. I think it's a Mini Cooper that he put a fucking exhaust on. <laughs> Absolute jackass. That's amazing, dude. Oh my gosh. A mini Trying to re- record a with... podcast here, buddy. <laughs> exhaust mod. <laughs> a mini Cooper with an exhaust mod. That lights up the whole fucking neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you... Uh, go ahead. So, no, go ahead. What? 
That's you. I was going to say, do you want to move in to fill my cup? I was going to ask you. Um, you said you loved yours. Okay, I don't yeah, love mine necessarily, so I'll go first. <clears throat> now there's people having a fucking conversation. Go to bed. Okay. It's Sunday. It's fucking nine o'clock. Anyway, okay. So my fill my cup. A 25 year old <laughs> woman is in quote unquote living in hell with a rare condition which causes her brain to slip down her spine. <laughs> you, your ears are working what? completely fine. It's called, she said, her brain she's been slips told down that her she spine? has craniocervical instability, slime. which means that the area between her skull and spine is dangerously unstable. The most concerning part is that her brain is now slipping down her spine. The condition known as blah 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 malformation means the lower section of her brain has herniated and began to push down into the top of her spinal column i'm like how the hell does that work but the real reason that i came up with this i saw it on twitter and twitter is my favorite social media app because i went to the comments the very first comment says have they tried flex seal tried flexing her brains yep. like slowly creeping down and her the spine comment, put flex seal on it? she just turned upside down so it slipped back <laughs> <laughs> i just i fucking love twitter dude my first thought right. was like well can she stop oh man anyway <laughs> can you just tell it can you yeah. just tell it like right don't do that might never matter Anyway, yeah, no, not even that great of a story, just something oh that God. was a story, and I saw the Twitter comments, and I was in tears earlier. I don't know why, it just it, it hit my tickle bug. Twitter is unmatched. Did you see uh, Elon Musk has no. changed in the What's name of Twitter? To? Platform anything X, he... because oh, anything okay. is allowed. You have my attention. Yeah, uh, they're changing like all the policies and stuff now that it, they've cleared house. They've gotten settled a little bit. He just hired a new CEO like on Friday, um, and they're changing it to Platform X instead Twitter. of Twitter. <clears throat> I've loved Twitter forever, and it's kind of gone downhill a lot. Maybe it's a good time to uh, put the phone down, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Twitter is one of my favorite social media. Unfiltered. Yeah, that's why I love it. <laughs> you get comments like that. <laughs> anyway, what's your <laughs> you film you? Um, so I actually found Let's it on Twitter. Um, uh, did you see the J.P. Morgan no nope. uh, bust, cocaine bust? Let the people in. So, a cargo ship was seized last month and is the biggest drug bust in U.S. Customs and Border Protection history. 230 years, uh, 230 years that the U.S. Customs has been in operation, this is the biggest bust ever. As in the most um, amount of drugs? Yes, biggest amount of drugs. 20 tons of cocaine was found on board. God damn. 20 tons? That's like 400,000 pounds. 
So it was a huge cargo ship. It's only, it's only 40. Sorry, 40 does. That's a joke. <laughs> Go ahead. I was just joking. I was just trying to... Okay. I'm a math guy. Um, I know my truth. It was seized last month with 20 tons of cocaine on board. A street value of $1.3 billion. Damn. What's J.P. Morgan have to do with it? They owned the ship that it was being shipped on. Oh my god. Isn't that insane? Yeah. That's quite a load. Um, so the ship is owned by the Transportation Division of J.P. Morgan. Yeah. Um, it is a Switzerland-based shipping company. Which is solely responsible for the vessel's crews and operations that J.P. Morgan Chase owns. J.P. Morgan Chase declined to comment on the drug bust. Of course. Plead the fifth. Um, it arrived in Philadelphia with precisely 19.76 tons of cocaine. Jesus. Almost 20 tons. A seizure of a vessel this massive is complicated and unprecedented. But it was also appropriate because the circumstances here are also unprecedented, said the U.S. District Attorney of Philadelphia. Good googly moogly. Dude. Um, uh, Several crew members on the ship are charged with drug smuggling in the third degree, which is the highest degree. (laughs) Like, those are the people that get fucking shipped to Guantanamo Bay, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, is that still a uh, thing, Guantanamo Bay? Yeah, absolutely. It's a huge military base for the U.S. Oh, okay. Ever since Harold and Kumar, I just didn't a, know if it was still a, prison. a thing. Yeah, I think uh, they got a lot of backlash for the cock meat sandwiches on the movie. But, oh, no, uh, not at all. That's the best part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Batter smoking weed with George um, Bush. <laughs> yeah, right. I've never been there, but... Uh, I've never been to Guantanamo Bay, but I don't think I would want to. Yeah, I don't think you would either. <laughs> Damn, J.P. Morgan, hot seat. Yeah, no, seriously, they're on the hot seat. Uh, so, because I saw this on Twitter, one of the top comments was, oh, Sleepy Joe's going to sleep on this one. Or uh, there was another one that said, Oh, don't worry. J.P. Morgan Chase is the oldest bank in the industry. They won't close down. Ooh. They probably won't. No, they probably won't. <laughs> Do you know how many people? I <clears throat> bet you, like, over under 41.5% of people in the U.S. are affiliated with Chase in some way. Yeah. I am. I am too. I have a credit card through them. Yep, same. So, we're just fucked. You just face it. Alright. Yeah, uh, so that was my film, My Cup, dude. I w- oh yeah, so, here it is. 62 million households and 4 million small businesses, uh, which is 30% of the U.S. Hmm. Is affiliated with uh, Chase Bank, which is owned by J.P. Morgan. Yeah, wow. So they're not going anywhere. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. All right, should we get to positive fives? I've been stoked about this one all day. 
Do you want to do positive fives or do you want to do cocktail hour and end with positive oh, fives? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot you were doing cocktail hour. Yeah, we got to end with positive yep. fives. Uh, we'll give a little teaser. Positive fives, jerseys. Jerseys, baby. All um, NFL. Did you do every sport known to man? Because I didn't. I excluded college sports because there's so many good college football uniforms. Oh, no, so I went college. Place. I, okay, have, I have two college, two NBA, one NFL. Two college, two NBA, and one then, NFL. Okay. That's if I don't still like uh, doing draft mentions. style. <clears throat> um, I don't think you'll take my... I don't think you'll take three of them. But we'll see. Draft style is just more fun, okay? Just get on with the cocktail hour, you motherfucker. <laughs> uh, so this is the first cocktail hour with a drink I haven't tried before. Ooh, okay. It is a mudslide. Oh boy! Have you had a mudslide? Um, shout out to Manny, Trevor, Dylan, Cody, and Joe. Um, <laughs> Trevor's bachelor party. Uh, Joe dropped a mudslide in the Fat Tuesday line, and it just made a fucking mess everywhere. We were pretty shit house by that time, so we got in line at Fat Tuesdays, got our drinks, and a couple of the guys got mudslides. This is obviously not the same because these are it's a Fat Tuesday version, but it just reminded me. We got our Fat Tuesdays, and, like, we were trying to get, you know, fucked up, of course. And so we just hopped back in the back of the line. It was a pretty good-sized line. So we just hopped in the back of the line. We're like, oh, we just got to finish these Fat Tuesdays now. And by the time we get to the front of the line, we'll be ready for another one. So you can imagine how that went. And, yeah, Joe dropped a mudslide in the middle of the fucking MGM Fat Tuesday. (laughs) Love you, Joe. Shout out. (laughs) What a great day. Leave it to Joe. What a great time. That's awesome. Um, well, do you know what goes in a mudslide? Um, regret. Regret. The whole lot of regret. <laughs> okay, no. Uh, <laughs> seriousness. Um, I'm going to say Kahlua. Um, no. It's, I mean, Kahlua could be used. It uh, could replace two Bailey's. of the ingredients. But, uh, no. Damn it. A traditional mudslide is any kind of coffee liqueur. Uh, liqueur. Heavy cream so and vodka. Mm, okay. And vodka? Huh. Um, Just over ice? Yep. Uh, traditionally, it is mixed in like a mixer and then poured into a chilled glass. So no ice. Okay. And, and um, so it's got to be like somewhat thick, almost like a milkshake. I want one right now. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So the heavy cream mixes with the coffee liqueur and the vodka to give it that like Thick like Italian cream soda mm. kind of consistency. I'm all I'm mm-hmm. all in. Got you thinking about it. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna get a mudslide for my birthday. Um, you do that, dude. You you I'll, do that. You deserve that. You do that. Oh yeah, treat yourself. <laughs> uh, so the uh, there was a bar in the Grand Cayman Islands that was credited with the invention in 1970. Uh, the mudslide. Um, it was invented when a tourist ordered a white Russian, mm-hmm. but they did not have heavy cream due to the intense heat um, and no way to store it. They used Irish cream liqueur instead and mixed it with vodka, and that's uh, how the mudslide was invented. So the original mudslide didn't have cream in it? Nope. But now they that's, do? Uh, adapted over time. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. Um yeah. So they couldn't have cream, but they could have Irish cream? Um, yeah, Irish cream liqueur is uh, a coffee um, cream, 
basically. I guess because it, it has, yeah, alcohol in it, it probably can survive. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. It, it kills bacteria. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I think it's my... I don't, I don't know. I think you guys are all I just mean, it's the same thing as, uh, like, Bailey... It's the same thing as Bailey's and Kahlua. Yeah. Have you had Bailey's before? Uh, I have had Bailey's. Not a huge fan. Yeah. Um, I'm more of a fan of rum chata. Ooh. Have you had a orchata shot? It's like rum chata with... I don't know if that's what it's called. It's rum chata and fireball. Ooh, interesting. It's like an or I think they, I think they call it an orchata shot, but that wouldn't make sense if it's rum chata already. But anyway, it's it's pretty good. Interesting. I might have to try it for my birthday. Oh, you, you're not gonna drink uh, for my birthday. That's okay. Sober sober year. Sober year. Sober year. Dude, um, how have you you've been doing good with that? You haven't slipped up. I have not drank in a single bit of alcohol in, since since February. February. Yeah, dude, that's so incredible. Good for you. Thanks, man. Um, Manny's bachelor party. You're gonna have a sip of a beer and you're gonna be doing fucking handstands and on the fucking table. <laughs> I know the two days I gave myself of uh, leniency this year are Manny's bachelor party and Manny's. And Manny's what? Um, <laughs> Manny's been, always been your worst influence in the best way. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's, he's the one that got me in love with tequila. Um. Speaking of tequila, Kevin Hart is releasing a new tequila. Ooh. Um, guess the title. Or do you already know it? Oh, I forgot what it's called. Oh. No, I, I know what it's called, but I forgot. Shot to the Heart. Um, Shot to the Heart. That's a good one. Damn. Okay. Uh, but it's not called that. Dang it. <laughs> but it's not called that. Uh, well, he needs me to hire him. Uh, he, I need him to hire me for the marketing team because that's a hit. <laughs> yeah um it's called gran uh coromino just kidding that's that that's cool mean? <laughs> that's cool whatever what kevin mean i don't know man <laughs> whatever kevin to look it up freaking kevin hart uh i don't even know what that means i'm trying to do google translate you know what I mean? No. What What was the Do name again? Spanish? I can look it up. Here. I got it. This is good podcasting. Uh, oh, A Great Heart. Damn. I was close. Wait. What's the name again? Grand Coramino. So where's heart in that? That must Is that not Spanish? No, it is. Corazon is heart. Dude, honestly, I just put it in Google Translate and that's what it's Maybe it's Hart, like his last name or something. I don't know. Bucket list is Uh, to uh, learn Spanish. (laughs) To learn Spanish. Um, I've been, I've told you I've been learning Italian, right? Yes, on Duolingo. Yeah, it's a, dude, it's a freaking bee's knees. On Duolipa. I know, I need to, uh, I need to get Spanish going on there. Do you say you pay for that? Yeah, so... Uh, no, it's completely free. Fuck a duck. Um, do and this isn't an ad for them. Yeah, no um, free ads. But you can learn Dothraki. I don't know if I told you this before, which is the language from Game of Thrones. Is that a you word You can learn font? Dothraki. A word it's, font. I'm kidding. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> you can learn uh, Klingon from Star Trek. You can learn High Valyrian from Game of Thrones. 
it's crazy, dude. They have, have so fun, many nerds. <laughs> yeah, have fun nerds. Get like on four it. people that know how to speak it. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, no, there's so many. They have like the most popular languages in the world, so you can't really go wrong. They mm. even have Navajo, which I think would be cool because it's not your language, but it's something in our area that is spoken. I didn't even know Navajo had a language. They do. That's why. Wow. Uh, have you heard of the Navajo Code Talkers in World War II? Uh, yes. So Navajo is one of the only languages that was never written. So they used Navajo, um, the Navajo language, to send uh, encrypted codes because no other country could intercept it and uh, interpret it because no one knew what language it was. Hmm. So the Navajo so code talkers. Yeah, so it's even more valuable. Yeah, and uh, they're one of the um, most highly praised um, units of World War II is the Navajo code talkers. Hmm. That's fun. Uh, dude, I'm glad I'm here to teach you about um, history when we need to. <laughs> You're learning me some history. We were playing a trivia crack, not trivia crack, what's it called? Um, trivia Pursuit today. And there was a history one that none of us knew any of them. And I was like, Cade would have gotten all of these right. <laughs> oh, I don't even remember what the question was. It was like uh, generals in the Cold War or some shit. Was, and I was like, oh, Cade would have fucking knew all of these. Oh, yeah, for sure. But credit to me, there was also a sports question that was, as of 2018, which of these NFL franchises have never won a Super Bowl? Got all those right. <laughs> Got all those right. <laughs> Didn't get a single one wrong. Hey, that's a history question. Just a different kind of history. Sure. Wow. Great point. Uh, dude, like really, you said, everything's I'm history that's not up. right now. Yeah. Like you, like you saying that that's history is already history. Wow. Dude, you just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Added explosions in editing. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs an edit button when I'm here? <laughs> All right, I'm tired of dancing around it. We're getting to positive fives. I'm so excited. Oh, I had something else to bring up before we get to that. Fuck you. Too bad. <laughs> I know. I was just kidding. I was just fucking with you. <laughs> I knew. I knew you were kidding. I just fucking knew it. I'm like, there's no shot. This is all I've been looking forward to today. I know. No offense to all the mothers out there. So because you're so excited, I think I should go first. Um. Okay, that's cool. I was literally Googling right now random number generator. But I thought it would be funny to see how long I could have a bit going where I just like fake the whole random number generator <laughs> to in my you know in my in my um, advantage. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, all right, Kate, pick a number. I'd be like, oh, it was seven. I got eight. Yeah, I was closer <laughs> every time. You I just always go first. <laughs> I'm gonna have to start asking you for the screenshot. Like, oh yeah, show me it. Well, if you remember the last couple times we've done it, I've just said pick a number between 1 and 10 if I'm closer than I get it. And you're just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> or 1 in 100. And I'm like, you'll be like 50 cent. I was like, oh, nope, it was 40, 49. Sorry, I got closer. <laughs> you fucker. And you're just like, oh, darn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so having said all of that, I'll let you go first. Okay. And if you pick my 1 of 1, I'm going to be pissed. Um, so this isn't the one I was going to go number one originally, but I don't think you'll get my number oh, one, no. so I'll go with it at five. Um, oh, no. No, 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 We got It's draft, so you're picking your one overall. I know. I'm going to, I'm moving okay. my number one down to number five, because I know you won't take my number one. 
Oh, bet. Oh, I know what it is. And you're right, I won't take it. Saints Color Rush. No, not that one. Okay, okay, okay. Suns. Go ahead. You're one of one. Suns teal jersey. Oh, wow. Dude. I don't want to give too much away, but that is an interesting one of one pick. I like them a lot. It's a controversial pick, though. I feel like a lot of people are like, these are fucking weird. I, I don't understand how the NBA is just like, hey, you're the purple and orange team, but you can just wear whatever color you want, man. Yeah. Like, that's just what they're doing and with And the every NFL is like, franchise. you have to wear the same color cleats and helmets all year. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so I don't, I think they're I my love favorite. That the NBA does a bunch of jerseys, but they're just, the colors don't make sense. That's why I like it is because the colors don't make sense. They don't go along with the normal color scheme of the team. So it breaks things up. I think it's a good mix up that most teams should do. So I feel like you drafted that one, one of one, because you thought I was going to take it. I did. Um, wow. Okay. Hey, that's, that's, that's one strategy to have. Uh huh. You know what? Okay, I'm realizing something right now. You were born in 2001. I'm looking at my list. I think like six or seven out of the 13 are all from like probably before you were even born. <laughs> uh, are you going to pick So this the is a good advantage for me. Maybe we didn't black. need to do the draft. That may or may not be my number one. Okay, <laughs> let me get to it. My number one on my list, meaning that I just went with whatever was on my mind first. Let me just also say... I went to Google to like Google cool jerseys and then I was like, you know what? That's what's fucking wrong with this world is the smartphones are making us dumber. I turned it off. I said, nope, I'm going to think from my memory of all the cool ones that I remember. I was so scared that I was going to miss one that I Googled it. No, fuck that. I'm going with my top five from the heart, from the mind. Fuck Google. Fuck Google. (laughs) Google didn't deserve that, but... I know. I'm, we're on, we're on Google all, Podcasts. We gotta watch what we say about Google. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to go off of vibes and thoughts, not the internet. Yeah. So, if I missed one, I'm sorry. But my easy one of one, the best jerseys of all time, are the Raptors, Vince Carter, T-Mac jerseys. The purple with the big Raptor on the front with the, like, stripes. The pinstripes. Yeah. You know yep. what I'm talking it about? Was in my honor, this was That's in my, my honorable, honorable mentions. It's the one of one. And specifically the Vince Carter one. Best jersey of all time. I don't know why I don't have one yet. My birthday's coming up. If you actually love me, you'll get me one. <laughs> if you actually love me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, but that's my one of one. I think that's the best jersey of all time. <laughs> the Raptor's just so sick. And it's the colors and the stripes. It's just all... It's it's incredible. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, okay, my, uh, my number two, um, the Falcons gradient jerseys. Oh, you bastard. Okay, fuck you. You're picking based off of what you think I'm going to pick and I don't like Those are the only two that I'm doing that with. The other ones I know for sure you're not going to have. You bitch, you took Falcons gradient. Yeah, the Falcons gradient jerseys. You honestly, that's kind of a beta move by you that you like your arch rivals jerseys. I mean, doesn't mean I have to like the team. I can like the jerseys. Doesn't mean I have to like the, the team. Saints color rush. 
the Saints color rush jerseys are sick. They're dude, but they're I'll never cool. even type that out. You know what I hate? I won't even you ever know what type I hate, it out. Though, the black Fuck helmets. Them. I hate the new helmets they just said. They just released. Yeah, I don't hate them. Um, but their color rush with the all white with the gold helmet, just the one that they had before their black yeah, helmet. Loved it. Much better. Loved it. Yeah. Okay. No, I agree. Falcons um, gradient is a tremendous pick. Thank you. I love their gradients. If they come out with a Bajan one by my birthday, I would like to get one, but who knows? I've already asked around, so I might be getting a jersey here in a couple days. Anyways, <laughs> my number two. I got to go through my list of 13. Um, I can't believe you let's did see. 13. I had seven. My number two pick. My number two pick. Bengals all white. Oh, you fucker. With the white helmets, white jerseys, I didn't even white think pants, about that, icy dude, whites. I love those jerseys. Dog, I had this down at number 11, <sighs> but it's up at number two for me. That's just where my brain was going. I was I was all over the place. And then I remembered that one. I was like, dog, <sighs> that, that might be my favorite one. You yeah, yeah. You better be mad. Yeah, I hope you get pissed, buddy. <laughs> why, are you, why are you taunting <laughs> me right now? I don't know. I like to get contentious. We're too nice to each other on this podcast. We need to get some views. Um, okay. Yeah, you're number three, um, bitch. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So you said two NFL, two NBA, one MLB? Where did you fucking get? Oh that no 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 from? no no no! I don't know where I got that. I meant college. I meant what college. The fuck? Two college. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. Two. You got one NBA and one NFL. Two college, two NBA, one NFL. Okay, so your NFL's gone, and you went with Falcons grading. You fucking baby. I hit send okay. on What's my next one. Check your text messages. The San Diego State black football uniforms. Um, the Aztecs, yeah, with the red helmet. Yep, and they have the hieroglyphs in the background of the red on the shoulders and on the helmet from... Ooh. Dude, these are, I think, the yeah, sickest jerseys in college football <clears throat> history. The Ducks have a lot of dope ones just because of how often they change, but I think these ones are mm-hmm. the coldest, and they actually like tie in the mascot. Um, these with, are sick. Yeah, I'm a fan. They're fucking dope. Yeah, so I got so overwhelmed thinking about college jerseys that I avoided them completely because, like, I think Oregon or, like, ASU, any of these, like, teams that have cool jerseys, you could come up with just five just from them, like, just from their own. You could come yeah. up with your own positive fives of, like, one university. <laughs> yeah, just one So university. I was like, that's just – I'm just going to stay away from it. I'm not even going to get attached, you know? So, but good on you. Thank you. <clears throat> All right, my phone's at 14%, and this battery is on its last leg. I hope I make it through this pod. So I'm not going to go quick, but if I get cut out, that's why. I'll go run and find a charger. Anyway, my number three. Oh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm surprised you didn't take... <clears throat> um, Hang on, hang on. All right, my number three. No, I know you're not going with it, so I'll do it last. My number three... Is the Suns retro with the um, basketball yep. with the flame? I know exactly well, what the basketball you're talking with about. The like Jason Kidd, Steve Nash when he got drafted, Charles Barkley, that one, the blacks. Yep. The purple ones are sick too, and the white ones are cool. But I'm gonna go with the black yeah, ones. Those are lit. Chill out, man. With that word, uh-huh. chill out with the the blacks, you know. 
I love the blacks. I love the blacks. So I sent you my next one. Um, those ones are really cool. I almost put those. You can also see the Google okay, search. Okay, Kate just sent me you can see, cool college basketball jerseys. So I, you did exactly what I said I, I have did. this tab saved from earlier. <laughs> but my next one, uh, the U, um, Miami Hurricane. Let me guess. Jerseys. Is it the black ones? Um, I was going to choose all of them. But if you make me choose Can't a specific that. one, I personally I like the greens the most. I was gonna say I like the green the most. If you would shut the fuck up, um, I like, I like the green the most. The green Miami Hurricane basketball jerseys with the orange and white stripe along the waistband, dude. Yeah, the horizontal rather than like the typical traditional vertical. Yep. I also stripes. love the orange with the gray numbers and gray lettering. I love that too. I just said typical traditional vertical. That's dude. That feels like a bar. It feels like a bar. Add it to my wrapper crap. God damn. <laughs> You're like and noted. <laughs> no, those are those are sick. I really like the black ones too. Yeah, yeah. Um, they could just they got like the green and orange just accents, but they're all black. And now you see my debate on wanting to choose <clears throat> all of them. Yeah. All right, my number. What are we on? That uh, was your number four, right? Your number four, yeah. Yeah, so my number four, gosh, there's so many good ones. I'm going to go with the Nuggets rainbow jerseys. Oh, those are good ones. Those are really good ones. Um, They had them. I think I like the white one the best. The blue one is sick too, but I'm going to go with the white one officially. That's a good choice. Um, I, I don't have to send you my last one. Uh, you will. I think this one's kind of one that slips under the radar a lot of times. Um, but I think it's it's probably close to my number one favorite, but I had to put it at number five. Huh. The Portland Trailblazers, Rip City, the black one. Yeah, the Rip City one. The black yep. one, though, not okay. the white one or the red one. You, you passed the test. You passed the test because you were saying that. And I was like, if he doesn't say Rip City, he's going to lose me. Uh, but yeah, no, you nailed yeah. it. The black one with like the red like uh, diagonal yep. stripe down the middle. Yep. Yeah, I'm sensing a theme from you. You like the black with the different colored accents. I do. That's my favorite. I, it's my favorite kind of jersey. I wish the Saints had something like that. Dude, if the Saints had a gradient, yeah, if they did like, like an all black. Well, they do. If but, they had a gradient like how the Falcons yeah. have it, like black that fades into like white or gold, that would be fucking sick. Yeah, that would be sick. All right, rounding out my number five before my fucking phone dies. It's already at 12. I don't even know. It was been like three minutes. It's already down mm-hmm. 2%. Okay, so this is tough. I Like I said, I have 13 and I got to narrow it down. Okay, never mind. I don't need to narrow it down. Um, the Falcons throwbacks. Yeah, the black The ones, black, yeah. the Deion Sanders, the even the white ones that Deion Sanders wore. Just such a clean, like, dirty bird the black look. Oh, I almost I did it. it. And Vic, when he got drafted. I almost did it instead of the gradients just to piss you off. Now that would have pissed me off. It was the first one I wrote down. <laughs> um, so now that we're now that we're through our draft, let's go through them. So I had the Stockton Jazz jerseys, the ones with like the mountains, the oh, purple yeah. and teal. Yeah. Really wanted to choose that. Uh, I got the Suns gradient, the mm-hmm. ones that they wear yep. now, where it's got like the different colored gradient. That one's sick. I want to get one of those. Um, Eagles Kelly Green jerseys. Dude, yes, that's on. I was gonna put that on my honorable mentions. I put the uh, the yellow <laughs> Warriors jerseys, the San Francisco jerseys with the trolley going down the hill Ooh. on the front. 
That one's cool. Yeah. I like their black ones. The black ones the, are dope, too. Um, the ones they just wore yeah. this year, yeah. Um, let's see. I got the Heat City jerseys. Those are like the teal and pink ones. I love ones. the all-white and the white-out. Those are dope. Heat jerseys? Yeah. Um, this one might be before your time, but the Rockets dark blue um, with the like pinstripes when like Steve Francis and Yao Ming played for them. Yeah, I've never seen that. Oh, I got to show you. So... NBA Live was like, it was like 2003 maybe? I'm going to look this up right now. <laughs> NBA 2003, Live. I think we had Steve Francis on the front. Oh, no, that was Jason Kidd. What was the one with Steve Francis? Gosh dang it. This is bad podcasting. <laughs> bad podcasting. Do you know who Steve Francis is? Stevie Franchise? Yeah. So if you look at like, let's see, I'm going to Google Images. I'm going to try and send it to you. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. This is a great picture. I love Steve Francis, by the way. <laughs> How do you fucking send a share? I'm such a boomer, yeah, dude. I just want to yeah, send you're this. The worst. Share, share, got it, share. So that one's up there. I'm sending it to you now. You're so much faster than me. All right, I just sent it. <laughs> um, and then what else I got? Orlando Magic T Mac jerseys, the like blue with the like stripes. Oh yeah, yep, yep. Um, oh yeah. That's, and then the Grizzlies pink and teal throwbacks. The the ones Grizzly? they I think they wear them now. Yeah, the Grizzlies pink and teal. Uh. Do you know yeah, what I'm talking about? I think no? so. I think I've seen it. I'll, I'll look it up. Don't worry about sending me anything. Yeah, just go Grizzly. Yeah, yeah, you're probably faster. The Grizzlies throwback jersey. Oh, I, I just looked up Grizzlies throwback oh, jersey. The first one that popped sick. up was my favorite Raptors one. Those are sick. <laughs> yeah, this oh, uh, yeah. like black with the pink and Dude, red. Or not pink and red, dope. teal and red. There's a hat there, too, that looks amazing. I have a hat right here. I can send a picture to you. Anyway... And then my very last one that I had on the list was the Seahawks retro blue and blue and green with the teal, oh, or the uh, silver yeah, helmets. Classic. Yeah, I heard they might be bringing those back this I year. I would love that more than anything. Yeah, dude, we didn't even talk about the NFL schedule release. We'll have to save that for the next one. Yeah, save it for the next one, or maybe we'll just uh, push through and um, do two episodes sometimes if we find the time, and one other times. You know, it's not like we're set on the schedule. It's not like we're getting paid to do it a certain amount of time, yeah, right. you know, <laughs> so. Yeah, it'll, it'll yeah. change probably. Um, but for now, just expect yeah. it on Mondays. Yeah, for now it's Mondays. If we find time, we'll do it again. Um, great so. Do you dude. have a fun fact? <laughs> um, yeah, dude, totally. Why don't you go first? Um, so a lot of people don't know this, but the Vikings uh, – specifically from Scandinavia, the only place where Vikings were, uh, were the first ones Minnesota. to discover North America. Um, and they now have definitive that. proof that the Vikings were the first to discover North America. Um, somewhere in the 860s, um, Columbus found it in, what was it, 1462, I think? Um, 14, yeah, yeah, 1462, Columbus found... I'll trust you on that. Columbus found North America, but the Vikings are presumed to have found it in 860. So a whole, uh, that's crazy. What is that? 600, right? The 6, fact 000. that, yeah, it's only a triple digit year is that's just, yeah. yeah doesn't even compute. Doesn't even make sense. I know. Right. It, it's crazy. I, um, typical white boy, Christopher Columbus trying to claim something that wasn't <laughs> his though. You know what yeah. I mean? Freaking butthead Christopher Columbus. <laughs> Talk about mass genocide, dude. He was bad. Fucking butthead. Freaking butthead. What a butthead, dude. <laughs> Fucking fart knocker. <laughs> fart knocker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, my fun fact. The first college football game was played on November 6th, 1869 between Rutgers and Princeton. Did you already say this one? Um, no, I've mentioned it on the podcast, but not as a fun fact. Okay. I I gotta be honest, I forgot to do a fun fact, so I was just scrolling through and I was like, hey, football, I, I like football. And then as I was reading, I was like, wait a second here, I think Cades came up with this one before. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I double-checked my timeline. Christopher Columbus found, it, found the New World in 1492, and the Vikings uh, are presumed to have founded it in 1021. So a whole 470 years before Columbus. That's crazy. So yeah, 400 years from when, from where we're at was about halfway. That's dude. That's so time doesn't make any sense. I know. Um, that was so fucking long. I'll write ago. it down for the next one. I have a crazy conspiracy Damn. theory about our dude, calendars that I'll talk Kate, to you about. Kate, you are a elite podcaster. That is such a good cliffhanger. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> yep and with that we'll see you next monday yeah thanks for listening guys love you thank you all crush it this week have a happy monday and a happy week love you guys love you love you <laughs>